The background, Newcastle, well, what a week it's been for them in terms of making one of the key signings, many people believe, um, one of the most astute ones for some time. And you might not see the impact initially, but certainly you would think you're going to see some pretty good things put in place by the new director of football. His name's Peter Parry. joins us right now. Parry, congratulations. How are you, mate? I feel, yeah, terrific. A little uh, a little weird, to be honest, you know, because I've been at the uh, the Cowboys for, for so long. You know, it would have been 21 years in November, so it's, uh, it's a long long time to be in one place, particularly in the NRL. Really looking forward to, uh, to getting back to Newcastle, my own hometown, and, and trying to help the Knights as, as much as I can. Mate, you kept it so quiet. Well played on that front because there's no secrets in rugby league. But can you just give us quickly, how did it come about and, and what's the role, all that sort of detail? Well, uh, Philip Gardner rang me, I, I suppose, uh, five or six weeks ago. Uh, I was in Origin Camp with the New South Wales team and uh, I was able to... I had a couple of conversations with him over the phone. Uh, I was able to meet uh, with him uh, in between games and then uh, after the series was finished, I, I was able to to get to Newcastle and, uh, and catch up with him and have a, you know, one conversation with Adam O'Brien and obviously a couple of conversations with Danny Bedeiris and, uh, but, uh, you know, then the more I talked to Philip in particular, the, the more I uh, was enthused about, you know, what could be achieved for Newcastle. Uh, it's obviously a club I've kept a close eye on for, you know, my whole life uh, since, the, since the inception of the night. So as I talk more to Philip, the more, you know, I thought about it, the, the more reason was, well, I couldn't find a reason not to do it in the end. <laughs> and so uh, the added bonus of, of being able to come home where I still have some family and a lot of great friends uh, was, uh, yeah, just, just felt like the right decision at the right time in uh, this stage of my career. Pari, Mark Glanville. Uh, mate, we had you on our podcast here a few weeks back. Mate, you could have uh, told me. We wouldn't have told anyone, mate, that you were coming. <laughs> <It was> just, <laughs> MG, as much as I trust you, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but um, look, look. Actually, when I when I spoke to you, Mark, uh, Philip had made uh, contact uh, then, uh, so yep. uh, I was able to talk to you straight faced and, and say that uh, I, I didn't have anything on the table. And as I said, and, and you know, it just felt like the right right time, right decision for me. And, and as I think you should all be aware, sometimes when you have some conversations with people about these types of things, once. You know, uh, you, you you make a decision. Um, it, it can all come together pretty quickly, uh, yep. and, and it's sort of you have it. You sort of talk, talk, talk. You know, uh, have all these discussions, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, what this is this is something I want to do. And then once that happens, it can all happen quickly and, and, and be put together quickly. And on this occasion, that's what's happened. So, Pari, um, uh, you're obviously one of the the greatest signings in the club's history since they signed Mark Lamble. <laughs> Correct. From the St. Yeah, George Dragons. That's it. Yeah. Put him in that same category. <laughs> same category, <laughs> yeah. Up there, really. Um, well, I'm not sure how to take that. <laughs> just take it, mate. Just yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> um, but, mate, what, what would be at the top, mate, of your to-do list and uh, the top of your shopping list, Pari, if you had, um, you know, a blank page? What would be at the top of the, yeah. the agenda? Jeez, that's here, that, that's a good question. That's a good question and, and a difficult one to answer. Seems I, I haven't even you know walked into the four walls yet or uh, met with you know any of the staff uh, in depth. But uh, I think the first thing that uh, I think any you know good organisation, an NRL club, take take it wherever is is that 
first thing I'd like to see is make sure, and, and I'm not saying this is or isn't happening, but, but good alignment between all the staff, you know, about exactly what it is it takes to be successful. Uh, you know, uh, so that, that'd be the first thing I want to find out is how aligned everybody is, what's the plan, you know, what are we got to do to improve? Uh, so, uh, look, they, they, they played finals the, the previous two years, the Knights, so... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that all the people there, you know, have a, have a good idea of what success looks like. Uh, hasn't happened this year, obviously, but yeah, yeah, getting some real alignment throughout the, the footy department uh, is, is the first thing that I, I want to make sure is happening. I'm, I'm, I'm probably convinced it is, but that'll be the first thing I'd like to find out, Hags. And, and uh, second thing, I'm probably trying to convert all my family from Cowboys fans into Knights fans. <laughs> The first thing I'll be doing, mate, is a lot of listening. Uh, I, I've got to work out exactly where things are at, you know, what's working, what's not working, where do you think we can improve. Um, clearly, uh, nobody's uh, happy with, with where they currently are, so uh, I need to, to do a lot of listening. I need to work closely with um, Adam and the other guys in the footy department to make sure that uh, uh, anything that needs to be improved uh, gets done and gets done quickly. Yeah, I think um, you know we've had... Uh the opportunity to watch and call the Knights games this year and, and you know, without stating the obvious, mate, it's been a pretty tough um, sort of three or four months for the team and for the football club and, and coincidentally makes it more difficult for us to have to try and call the games honestly. But um, just looking at, you know, the, the couple of key positions, Parry, that, that looks to me to be the, the area that really needs to be strengthened and, and I guess and you, you're, you know, in and around... Uh, the high level of the game now, but just the options available in those key positions are, are fairly limited, mate. So I guess that's got to be part of your mm. immediate um, part of the plan is to try and get that resolved because, it, like any good football team, you, you've got to have those key positions pretty well covered. So which yeah, are you chasing? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. And, and uh, you know, let's not forget that um, young Riley, you know, missed a lot of this season and uh, uh, he's come back and now Kalen's missing and... Uh, uh, one thing that, you know, from the outside looking, you know, it doesn't appear that the, the Knights have been able to have any continuity at all in, in key positions this year. Um, and if you had, you know, Braley and Ponga play all year uh, together, well, that'd be that'd be a good start. Uh, but you're right, key positions so uh, so um, difficult to, to get right, and, and they're not. There's not many of them around or, or available, and uh, so yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine that'd be one area that we'd be uh, we'd be looking to strengthen. I'd imagine there's two two areas for me at the moment, just from the outside looking in, is, is the Hague's what you just said, key position area, and then uh, the defence, uh, because uh, uh, I don't I don't think that's where uh, the coach or, or any other staff would like it to be at the moment. So they're they're two obvious areas for me. And so, Pari, where you get to keep your uh origin gig mate with New South Wales I think that'll be doubtful uh, at the moment because uh, you know I want to go uh, um, full steam into this role and uh, it'll be a role that uh, is going to take up plenty of time and uh, uh, you know you don't want to do anything half-hearted so I've got to have a couple of more conversations with Freddie but I think that uh, I, I don't know whether I'd be able to give Freddie the time that that role deserves uh uh, with what I'll, I'll have going on at Newcastle, but there's a little bit of time to work that out. So I haven't, you know, we haven't completely ruled it out, but uh, I, I think I'll be doubtful. And just very briefly, Parry, um, before we do let you go, I think, what is it, Tuesday, you're here, but you've, I guess you still want to make sure your Cowboys have a big finish to the end of the year. 
Yeah, well, look, uh, it's going to be hard just to uh, walk out the door tomorrow and forget about them, isn't it? They've been here so long and they're, they're having such a great year. So uh, my number one priority for the rest of the year is to, to help Adam and the team at, at Newcastle finish off the season as well as they can because you know, I, I think that... You know, I think we've all got to remember, you know, with the Knights, there's still six games to go. So they can still lay a really good platform for the, uh, for the pre-season and going into next year. And, uh, uh, you know, those guys at Hague's talked about in key positions still have an opportunity to put their best foot forward and show Adam, you know, what they've got, uh, as does the whole team. Uh, but there's no doubt while I'm focusing on that, there'll be uh, one eye uh, looking over my shoulder and uh, making sure that... Uh, uh, the Cowboys are just still doing well because uh, I'd love them to finish off the season well and, and you know, who knows what might happen for them. Good on you, Parry. Really appreciate your time uh, and can't wait to see your feet under the desk here very, very soon and to make Stockton great again, no doubt. Good on you, Parry. Yeah, look forward to it. Thanks, boys. Thank Thanks, you. Mate. See you, mate. Cheers.